Congratulations. You're listening to Congratulations Pine Tree, the Bay's number one arts and culture podcast with me, Kate Rhodes. And me, Maysoon Wazwaz. I really had some, I was like, I'm going to start off the episode like this, saying this. Okay. Say it, Kate. And I don't, what was it? Mm, Were you going to go with a segment or was it like a phrase? Was it a conversation starter? It was going to be really good. Mm. Whatever it was, was going to be really good. Maysoon, we've been getting nominations for the All-Star Never Leave the Bay Area Award. We have been? What do we actually call that? We called that the Congratulations Pine Tree Thank You for Not Leaving Superstar Award. Thank you for not leaving. (laughs) And the nominations have been pouring in. So keep sending your nominations. The competition is heating up, I have to say. How are we going to decide who wins? Is it based on, on like, after a year, the person who actually doesn't leave from the list? (laughs) We're going to have a blue ribbon panel of Bay Area art champions Mm -hmm. uh, really jury it. You and me will just pick, We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, listeners, eventually. Something will happen. So... Fantastic. So keep sending your nominations for someone that is not leaving the Bay Area. (laughs) Can we do like an Oscar, like an Oscars musical? Can we have like nominations and runner ups and stuff? (laughs) Uh, Sure. I don't know what the hell we're going to do, but keep sending them to congratulationspinetree at gmail.com and while you're at it if you want to bribe us <laughs> you can send a donation I want to say a huge thank you to Sharon who sent us an extremely generous donation this last week um, we are renaming one of our microphone cables in your honor and we also want to thank our sustaining donors Jim Prosser and Anonymous and any other comments unrelated to awards or donations, feel free to give them to us. Give us a call, 419-351-6606. You can tweet us at Pine Tree Podcast. And as always, you can email us, congratulationspinetree at gmail.com. Now, Mason, do you think I might have remembered what it was I was no, going to I say? No, I don't think you remembered. I think you're absolutely <laughs> I think right. you were trying and then you just couldn't quite get there. Well, Maysoon, we were very lucky to get a ride and a companionship from friend of the show, Zoe Teleporos, who took us over to Fort Mason. And we got to see... Not to be Sunny confused Smith with Fort Maysoon. Do a lot of people confuse the two? Uh, it's usually the other way around. They confuse Maysoon for Mason. Do people come up to you and they're like... They come up to you and they're like, (laughs) they're like Mason. (laughs) They come up. Hi, Mason. They come up to you and they're like, wait, I was trying to get a workout in. What? Where's your outdoor (laughs) stretching gym? People just grab onto you and start stretching out their That's just out there in Chrissy Field. Oh, sure enough. That's all I think of is all the people weaning off flapping around in their jeans. Kate, we're like driving down the street, and Kate's like, oh, just look out for any flapping ding dongs. Wing dogs. (laughs) Not saying ding dogs. Flapping wing dogs. I don't know. I would say ding dong. Okay, look here. We went and saw Sonny Smith's show at Fort Mason at Gallery 308 in Landmark Building A. That's correct. And that show is not up for much longer. It's up until March 12th. So One more week, listeners. It's called Compass Rose. Mm-hmm. And it is an exploration of Sonny Smith's like, family tree and different 
art pieces based on family heirlooms and objects passed down from the dead. More than 700 parents stretching back 13 generations to the first wave of European colonization of North America in the early 1600s. Tracking the early colonizers, this is from their website, enslavers and continuing thread of European immigration within the artist family lines. It was a wild one. And I have to say there were these corn husk dolls that were cast in bronze and on um, little metal, you know, what do you call that? Armature? metal stands, something Mm -hmm. like that. And sure enough, there's a fucking mallet right there. And when you read the description, it says that they have a sonic element. And there's a little like a xylophone type. That's like a little wooden stick with a metal there. ball at the t- at the end of it. Yeah, and and sure enough, when we came in, the very nice person at the gallery desk was like, "Don't touch anything. You can't touch anything. You take pictures and video, but you cannot touch a." Fucking yeah, she thing. said that to every single person and, who came to uh, the door. <gasps> Me soon. I remembered oh. now. I remembered what okay, I was. Okay, should we talk say. about it now or pause? Well, let me just um, add it into our uh, my deluge of words. <laughs> I know what I was going to say. I'm ready, ready, ready. Okay. okay, everyone, pre- pretend we just started the episode. Okay, okay? I'm not going to edit it backwards, but just pretend. Okay. okay, and listener, you send your mind back as well. Okay, ready, yes. Maysoon. Maysoon, here's the deal. Okay, that that's got to be a bingo a bingo phrase. Here's the deal. Yeah, here's the deal. Okay. Yeah. And May soon. Every time I say May soon. <laughs> I say May soon about 500 times per time you say Kate. I Should I start saying that. Kate more? I say your name at least 15 times an episode. No, it's okay. Okay, but listen up. We're cleaning up the podcast. We got to get this podcast out of the gutter and into family friendliness. And I'm, I swear too much and I'm talking about too many buttholes and semen and <laughs> pubic hair. Okay. I'm bleeping all the cuss words from now on. Okay. We're going, Why? we're no. trying to get on ABC family hour. No, I don't want to be on family hour. We're trying to get on motherfucking CBS. <laughs> we're trying to get on Musty TV. <laughs> let's okay, just do our, let's so just do our CCTV, not CCTV. What is it called? The no, CBC? the public. Let's just get on our public access TV show. Public access? Mason, you would never. I might. For like a one-off? Would you? I was trying to get you on no, video No, I don't want video. I want public access. We podcast because I couldn't get you on a video. Not video. Public access. It's different. Video like lives on forever on your fucking that YouTube channel. What the heck do you... Mason. Kate. You know, they can record that. People still have like VCRs. <laughs> First, I want to say you can take my V, you can pry my VCR out of my cold, dead hands. And then I also want to say, okay, so Sonny Smith, <laughs> there's this fucking mallet. Okay. Right. They tell you not to touch anything, but there's this mallet sitting by these corn husk dolls, which look like bells. Yeah. Okay. And they're all set up, and there's this mallet right there on the little plinth platform it's just, it's just a reference on. the fact that they are actually sonic as well but it is i mean when we were standing well, there there was a very nice uh gentleman who i think tried to pick it up by mistake and he was like he whispered to himself he's like oh wait wait no touch no touch like he literally had to like remind himself 
that they said not to well, touch look anything. Here, so I think that's a little bit mis not misleading, but a little confusing for the viewer, maybe. Well, hey, check this out, yeah. May soon. I fucking picked that motherfucker <laughs> up and I walked it all the you way did? over you to the gallery not. center. What? Yup. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh and I walked all the way because I was like, I, w- I was to our friend Zoe. I was like, you think I can just hit these things? And I picked up the mallet and I was about to fucking wail on oh. one of these motherfuckers. And then I was like looking around and I was like, mm, this doesn't seem so good to just do. So I went over to the gallery oh. sitter and I had the mallet in my hand and I was like, are we allowed to like hit these things? The gallery sitter was like, you are not allowed to touch any of the objects in the show. Oh, my God. I'm surprised you kick your ass out. And, I had no idea that was going and on. Grab the, <laughs> and grab the mallet out of my hand. But they were also like, this is happening a lot. And then I watched them walk back over and put it. it apparently, it was There's a little tiny this when plastic I it. Like fishing line trying to hold it down. Oh, yeah. A little bit of microfilament or monofilament. That's t- yeah, but it the head of the mallet slid right through that thing. Right. Okay. They gotta secure that more. Okay, so was that your main point about the cornhouse styles? Yeah, I don't know. So anyhow, the show obviously Sunny Smith has been part of like queer craft yeah. art history, and this show was definitely like in that mix. But this was the first time I saw where they were so tightly, where they were referencing their own family, mm. as opposed to just like American history, um, Americana or whatever American history. It was like their specific, their specific and like ancestry this and was, personal history. This was their family yeah. exactly, and so I don't know because I I think we were talking about this because I'm working on some shit about my family who's also like European people. And it just, it was just a kind of a wild thing to see all this stuff about white ancestors. Right. <clears throat> and I don't know, I just felt conflicted about it, mainly because I'm also thinking about this in my work and I feel conflicted about that. So go off May soon. Well, I actually think I think the writing on Fort Mason's website is really helpful, but it's always one of those things where I feel like you know, how does the the conversation that it's always like the the question of like, how do the artist's ideas um, actually get relayed to the viewer? You know, and I, I think that was like, so when, when I read this text, I'm like, oh, okay, this is really interesting. I, I understand now or I feel, you know, I just there's there's a there's a different dialogue happening through the writing than maybe through just viewing the work, I would say. Do you know what I mean? Like there's this. Okay, um, like what? The Compass Rose, which is the title of this larger installation at Fort Mason, grows out of Smith's work for Another Crossing, an exhibition that took up the four, took up the recent 400th anniversary of the Mayflower Voyage as a means to reconsider America's foundational myths and impacts of the European migration on indigenous Native American cultures. In order to examine their own family's history of settlement and colonialization, Smith traveled to ancestral sites in New England, the southern U.S., England, Ireland, and the Czech Republic. These pilgrimages informed the creation of the Compass Rose, including the discovery of an ancestor's blacksmith workshop in rural Bohemia. It appears in the show as uh, as a panoramic image transporting the viewer. Well, okay, that's that's not what I'm talking about. I just feel like in the writing, there's more clear like connection to them understanding their ancestors' role in in kind of the fucked up history of America. 
Okay, <clears throat> but like if you're making, if you're putting a show together, or if you're like, I want to put a show in the space, like the mm-hmm. curator, whoever chose to put this at Fort yeah. Mason, like I want to have an artist who's talking about colonization, slavery, and like the legacy of the Mayflower. Well, this is, I mean, I guess the point of the show is this is an artist, an artist coming to terms. I mean, I I understand what you're saying, but this is an artist not necessarily glorifying it, but coming to terms with it or trying to understand it from through their own family's history, which is in some ways taking some kind of responsibility for it, right? Sort of exposing it. But how is it taking responsibility? Uh, I mean, I don't know what actions the artist is doing specifically, but... I mean, I think understanding our own family's history in the creation of a of this country is important or one's family's history, yeah. like not just sort of ignoring and being like, oh, I didn't live during slave times. I had nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Like there's there's that approach. But there's the other approach of like really trying to understand your entire your your whole lineage and and where there was intersection intersections with horrible past, you know, a horrible past. That's current still. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like we were talking about it at the show when you were saying, I was just saying, like, what up with this? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I guess I... I, Like, why are you getting a white artist to address these things? And, like, and then you were saying that's kind of a question for the curator, because the artist is going to make the work about whatever they are going to make the work about. Like, this is about understanding their family history but shouldn't and yeah. what and what they mm-hmm. and the legacy that they're carrying right. from their right. family and i understand that and i don't think that there's like i think that's interesting mm-hmm. an interesting thing to explore as an artist okay but then you're also like giving this giant space all this stuff to this artist that's dealing with all these things that lots of other artists <clears throat> are dealing with Right? About the U.S. history and their familial and ancestral connections to it who aren't white. Mm-hmm. It just it just felt a little weird to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I wish there was a little bit more. I didn't read all of the labels, but I read enough of the labels. I wish there was a little bit more of a conversation around, um, I guess, this this conversation. Right. Like it, it sort of felt like this. We were just walking into someone's sort of deep research into their families, uh, their family's lineage. And like beautifully gorgeous, crafted gorgeous, objects. Gorgeous, gorgeous crafted objects. That are plays on, yeah, like um, <clears throat> Americana craft history. Yeah. There was also a rubbing of a grave of uh, somebody who was murdered by one of Smith's family members. Yes. And that was like a whole nother can of worms where you're kind of like, what is the artist's position in this, the viewers, everyone, and how all that, how all this stuff circulates. Mm -hmm. I really like Sonny Smith's work. No, I know. I just, I just feel like there's some conflicts within this. And like, you know, we can always say like, you know, it's important. Well, we're talking about it. So that's good. But like. There's lots of inroads to these subjects that, you know what I mean? There's a million artists that can bring up these subjects, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that that was sort of my, I feel like it's the role of the curator to co- sort of contextualize the artist's work within, like, the time that we're living in. 
right? And I don't, I mean, that's my feeling. Yeah. I, I, I think that's sort of maybe where it fell a little bit short or like maybe not thinking about sort of like a broader, like the broader public. Like maybe it's not always an art going public who maybe can, or we're art going public and had a hard time sort of seeing through uh, the through lines to this, to this like broader conversation around, you know, America's and just the West, the West in general is ridiculous, like horrifying history right and that's where i just think a curator comes in right just sort of help contextualize it within like our current time and historic time also um and that the artist is really just going to do the work that they're doing because that's what they're that's what they do they're like this is what i'm interested in or what thinking about yeah i don't know about all that i think artists also make decisions like curators where they're like i can make art about all different topics and you choose well and i guess you also choose how you want to present it ultimately right Okay, then one other thing about all this is there was also a video on a big circle oh, uh-huh. screen. Yes. And it was just too damn bright in there to really get a good look at it. Yeah. Yeah, that's think? okay. I, don't... I think it probably really pops at nighttime. Oh, they probably don't have it playing at night, though. It's hard to incorporate video projection into a bigger show where you haven't got a little hidey hole for mm-hmm. it. Okay, we also saw Keisha Lucas has an installation in the guardhouse over there at it, Mason was there anything else you wanted to say about the Sunny No, I think Smith it's show? okay. I mean, go go see it listeners. It's up, up for another week. You have one week. Check it out. And it's free. It's free yeah. and it's a beautiful space All this to stuff get. Is it's free. beautiful to get out to Fort Mason. Go look at the water for a little bit of time. God, it was a lovely day. I think I saw a seal. Oh, really? Cute. We talked about how much yeah, we liked rats, the, remember? Where the boats are. Yeah, we didn't see any rats, but we, we looked, looked for them. them. <laughs> Um, okay, so Foresight has uh, is in charge of that guardhouse over there. It's right at, right the, at the entrance of Fort Mason. There's a little over, tiny guardhouse. Right by Equator. <clears throat> the little coffee stand. Which had a line clear out I know, but we're like, hell no. We went for a little walk around before going and get a coffee. Okay, Mason, they got Keisha Lucas over there at the guardhouse. Yes. Presented by Foresight. That also is only up until March No, 12th, no, that's, so open, there, that's up until April 23rd. What? But I'm looking at I'm the looking website, at the website right too. Here and it says Marshall. Keisha Lucas at the guardhouse. I'm looking main at the, entrance I'm, which for, website? I'm looking at fortmason.org slash event slash Keisha Lucas at the guardhouse. I'm looking at foresight.org slash Keisha Lucas at the guardhouse. I'm looking at foresight, which is the institution I'm, that has actually brought Keisha out, which I'm going to trust over Fort Mason. Oh, wow. wow. Shots uh. fired. Shots fired at Fort Mason. Well, I'm just saying it's not. They're ready to take shots, Fort too, because they're a project. Fort. I mean, maybe it's their property, probably, so maybe they're going to kick them out early. But, Maysoon, if anybody can take these cannon fire shots that you're sending, it's Fort mm-hmm. Mason. <laughs> well, listeners, it's going to be up to you to figure out how long this show is up. April 23rd or March yeah. 12th? That's a whole five weeks difference. I don't know how I feel about that. That's a huge difference. I'm terrified. so it looks like the for usually um, it looks like the guardhouse probably is open during certain times where they have the door open you can actually enter. But even if you're there when it's not physically open, there are lots of windows that allow you to peer in and see quite a bit of the work. Not as close as you might like, but still make sure to do that even if it's if it's not open. Yes, and there are prints on the wall of this space yep. of plants, both. Um, both indigenous okay. and introduced, uh-huh. i.e. non-indigenous botanical specimens. Yes. Uh-huh. Including English ivy and Himalayan blackberry. And fennel and blue gum eucalyptus, one of my favorites. And morning glories, beautiful uh-huh. plant. Oh, and ice plant. I love ice plant. And then on top of that are framed photographs. That's right. 
Well, Lucas's framed prints call our attention to seed collection envelopes labeled with a handwritten, uh, quote, save for 2023, unquote, post-it note, and a sprig of Franciscan manzanita, which is indigenous, federally protected and endangered. Her installation also features imagery of a handful of introduced plants, which due to human activities were placed here on the San Francisco Peninsula. Um, Imagery of English ivy and Himalayan blackberry, which suggests home to the artists and many of us familiar with the San Francisco Bay Area, wraps and dresses up the interior walls, mimicking how these vines can take over fences, even buildings and swaths of land. I think plants are so scary sometimes. I love it. I love, I love that plants just keep coming back or plants and foliage, grass, mosses, that there's just so much resiliency. I I am always completely in awe of plants. Like in all those. I think they're (laughs) terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, they can be. They can all, I mean, like the non-Indigenous plants are, you know, potentially bad for our native plants or Indigenous plants. You know, they can suffocate. They like take over and suffocate out all their plants. They can cause massive fires like the fucking eucalyptus tree. I love eucalyptus trees, though, but they are not Indigenous to this region at all. And they con- they just shed all their nasty fire goo. Mm. Their but fire they do crud. smell amazing, don't they? <laughs> I'm conflicted. No. So... Maysoon, I don't know if you have an answer to this, but is this kind of a continuation of Keisha's project, A Taxonomy of Belonging? Uh, I mean, it feels different to me. It feels like it's this is, well, I mean, I guess maybe, right? Because it feels specific to where she, where, you know, the location, like sort of. I feel like when you're at Fort Mason, you yeah. can't help but think of the think natural world, right? More... You're like looking at the bay, you're looking at the rolling hills, yeah. you're outside. There's this immediate sort of connection to the natural world. So I, I imagine, I mean, the taxonomy project, I feel like is often like people bringing important projects or important objects and items to well, her. Well, I think that one was her taking plants from the states where her family mm-hmm. lived. 13 states, I think, where her family lived, like, as they were moving across the country. Because oh, okay. I'm like, is this stuff all from Fort Mason, these plants and all these things that are in the photographs at the Fort Mason site? Uh, you know, it doesn't say that. Because there's, like, a bag of California buckeyes hmm. and some rusty Well, it says trimmers. here that the project is made possible in part to the Presidio Nursery staff, who prop... So that's that's San Francisco, Presidio. Um, who propagate threatened, rare, and endangered seedlings in labs and greenhouses. Lucas's work offers a glimpse into habitat restoration efforts currently underway in parks throughout the Presidio and Golden Gate National Recreation Area. Okay, there you <clears throat> So go. I would there say these go. are all, I don't know. Always responding, site responsive. I was thinking objects to remember you by is what I was thinking. Okay. Region responsive. I forget if Fort Mason is part of, is Fort Mason part of the GGNRA? The GGNRA is the Golden Gate National Recreation Area. I love Keija's work. Damn. It's so fucking beautiful. It makes me cry. Oh, that's sweet. Fantastic. Do you want to give it a okay, score? Mason, Are you giving things the... ratings today? Oh, yeah. Okay. I forgot to score everything. So I'm going to go ahead and give Sunny Smith's um, show an 8.3. Okay. It's tough to really quantify that one because the work itself, I thought, was really interesting and strong especially some of these like gigantic furniture pieces oh that were like recreations <clears throat> Those are of amazing ha- handed down family heirlooms 
and stuff. But then I'm just like very conflicted about the whole situation and that, I don't know, that's uh, hard to sit with. Um, we'll go ahead and give Keisha's a 9.7. Um, I was confounded because I did want to open it's that because door. because we couldn't I don't get think in. You can ever open the, the door and go inside. Less, I see. Well, I was sad that I didn't bring my lock picking tools <laughs> to just start opening. You should just have doors. the lock so pick also on. wanted to go to SF. You should always carry it. I know exactly. You know, you're right. I have it on. You never know thing. when you're going to need I'm it. What if very... we got locked out of the car? Yeah, we would have really needed. Hell you. yeah! Or what if you? What if the motherfucking apocalypse broke out and we needed to we hide? To get inside someone's bunker and they already went in and locked us out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm imagining they don't have a regular key lock, but I hear exactly what you're saying. Um, May soon. I'm going to follow up by saying that the Fort Mason is a national park. It's part of the National Park Service, but it houses. It's the headquarters for both the Golden Gate National Recreation Area and the Golden Gate National Parks Conservancy. Um, we also tried to go to SF Camera Work, but it was fucking Sunday. Man, I'm really fucking up on making our show family friendly. That's too fucking bad. <laughs> I'm going to start swearing more if you don't. Yeah. If you stop swearing. I'm going to put a nickel on the swear Honestly, card. Honestly, the, the, like, the one thing I tell people about it is like, we're not NPR. We swear all the fucking time. That's like a selling point for me for the podcast. I'm really anti this. Like, Yeah, but we need to become NPR, Mason. We got to really clean everything up and then we got to get, uh, you know, Crooked Media <laughs> or uh, iHeartRadio or whoever to pick Wait, up the Wait, is Crooked show. Media a thing? And, I thought you were uh, just making fun of media in general. Yeah, that's who does... Um, that's who does uh, Love It or Leave It mm-hmm. and Pod Save oh, America. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know those douchers? Yep. We tried to go to SF Camera Work. We couldn't get in there. So we're not going to be able to I was surprised that to see that time. SF Camera Work was in the old SF MoMA Artist Studios or Artists, what was it called? Artist Space. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Art, the Artist, artist gallery, gallery. The SF MoMA. Yeah. That's all. I was just surprised to see that that's what okay. camera work was. Uh, and, and let's go ahead. Go ahead. Are you going to do some more shots I was just fired? surprised. And I also wondered why camera work. And I, I will ask them there when I when I manage to get there when they're open, which is not on Sunday, but Saturday, Tuesday through Saturday. I think Tuesday through Saturday. Who are you going to ask? I would just ask them. I w- I'm curious to know why they left their space on Market Street. Because I, I feel like, I mean, I loved that well, space. But I don't think the uh, the new ED wasn't there for that movie. Oh. Oh, well, someone will know. Right, A Preston Mint. Who's the new ED? Oh, is that? Okay, oh, right. fair enough. Yeah, A, a is, is the new ED who just I know, started. that's so awesome. Yeah. I'm super into that. I'm really excited for A. I'm sure making noise enough. by mistake. Sorry, okay. Kate. Fuck. Did we see anything else? Wait, what are you doing? You touching <sighs> no, around? Noise. Quit I'm touching around. To. Um, we didn't Still see anything else. And don't forget to stay buttery. Oh, yeah, stay buttery. Butter. We didn't see anything else. We <laughs> did go out for breakfast, brunch beforehand, and that was cute of us. Yeah, what was that place called? I don't remember. I'm not telling Al's? anyone. It's Al's. Oh, because we don't want people we to We probably there, do want people to go there. nobody was there, and it was delicious. Don't you feel Al's? like it? Al's. It's motherfucking It's called Al's Diner. It's not the on... fancy Al's that isn't open, but it's still taking up tons of like street space with their parklet that's gated off. <laughs> no, this is the good This Al's. is called Al's it's Good Food. There. It's a straight up old school motherfucking diner. There's a counter and there's a whole other living, a whole other dining room area where you can sit with your people and have some regular old scrambled eggs with some spinach and feta and some home fried potatoes and yep. a toast with jam Man, and a little ca- plastic container. 
people. That's what we're talking about here. I got an eggs Florentine. They also make their own hot <clears throat> sauce. And the fucking chef came over and chit-chatted with us. Everybody Everyone was, was chit-chatting. So nice. There was nobody there. It was there. very empty, which was a little was sad. Go there, people. Go to Al's. Al's good food. I'm going to give it an absolute 9.5 out of 10. The coffee was the a coffee little was weak, weak, but the everything else was fantastic. And they have all these fucking pictures of old-time movie people. Oh, really? Like people that <laughs> it's had... Kind of, it's kind of cute. weird. They got a giant picture of Frank Sinatra. You know, Frank Sinatra and the whole Sinatra family is enemies with my family. What? And so the I stand hell? against the Sinatras. Why? His bodyguards threaten my grandpa. You're fucking kidding me. What was I your know. grandpa doing? Assuming your grandpa was at fault. He was, <laughs> Sorry, he, oh, That's very fucked know. up of you. My grandpa was on a trip in Atlantic okay. City with my he grandma. He was going and gambling. They saw Frank Sinatra. Okay. They saw Frank Sinatra at the mm. restaurant that they were mm. eating at. And my grandpa went up and he said, hey, I love your okay, music. standard. Nice thing to you say. Know, like, great, great job, whatever. Sure enough, he went to the bathroom and Frank Sinatra's bodyguards followed him into the bathroom and told him, you never talked to no, Frank Sinatra. No, that's some bullshit. Fuck that. Okay, and so I have a vendetta against the whole yeah, I think that's appropriate. From I'm on. sure if it was a woman who said that, the Thank bodyguard you. would not have followed her into. <laughs> that's bullshit. Oh, God. I hate that. That makes okay, me so Okay, so annoyed. I'm not into that. I'm actually going to have to knock a couple decimal points off, so I'm going to bring it down to a 9.3 because of the giant Frank Sinatra picture, but other than that, it's great, so you should definitely We should make it. a t-shirt that says, Frank Sinatra threatened my grandfather. I think so. And so if you want to head over there to Al's Cafe of Good Food, you can go to 3286 Mission yeah. Street, right over there. Just past Cesar Chavez, south of Cesar Chavez. There's an artist talk. Keisha's doing oh. an artist talk along with Presidio Nursery and Golden Gate National Parks oh, Conservancy cool. I to go to staff. That. I love that. For a morning program on Friday, March 10th, it's called For the Love of Plants. And that is going to be early in the morning, so get ready, Maysoon, from 9.30 a.m. to wow. 1 p.m. That's not a talk. It's limited. That's not a talk. It's a whole thing. It's, it's a, a free program. program. It's not a... It's an artist talk and then a hands-on service project. Cute. I love how early it so is. You probably get to oh, my go God. And fix up the plants. Wait, Friday? It's on a Friday? It's Friday, 9.30 Who to is 1. that for? And it's it's limited to 35 participants. Who do you think that's for? So <laughs> act fast. Um, May soon they got a new show coming up over there at McAvoy oh, okay. Foundation called Rituals of Devotion. Interesting. Celebrate the spiritual and cultural practices that spark the human imagination in Rituals of Devotion. <laughs> And that is March 10th through May 27th. And their reception is March 9th from 6th to That's 8th. coming right up, people. Coming right up on Thursday. Oh, gosh. It's coming up so um, soon. Life when you say, uh, shit, what did you say? How do I forget this shit? Sparking imagination. I do, for some reason, think of the Exploratorium. And I wonder if we should do an episode where we go there and try out all the fun projects. Is that not art enough? Wait, the Exploratorium? Yeah. I love the Exploratorium. Okay, good. We'll work on that for you listeners. Hey, NIAD is having their win-win silent auction coming up. Okay. Good. Great. I have I need to go to NIAD more. I don't make it out there enough. I feel kind of bad about that. Get out to NIAD. I had a dream the other night that I was borrowing a car from 
Christy Chan, who lives in Richmond, which is where Nyad is. Yes. Okay. I remember you telling me that earlier today. So watch out. Their auction's coming up. Also, Southern Exposure's auction is coming you, up. Mark your calendar. Do you have a piece in that show? Because the SOEX auction is March 29th. I do have nice. a piece that's going to be available for sale. As you know, May soon, this is the one time of year where I sell my work. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. I probably shouldn't laugh. Is that sensitive for you? It's very rare mm. that the public has access to a sale possibility yeah. of a new, a fresh. I always make a hot, hot fresh off the one presses. People, guys. get your butts out there. Support Soex. Get your butts out there. They always got mm-hmm. good shit. We did hear from a listener today that they were really waiting for us to schedule our um, walk around Lake Merritt. Our our. Oh, God. So I think Kate and I are going to get back to discussing that and figuring it out and setting a date because that it's kind of yeah, time. Especially the weather. The weather's getting, getting nice. better. I feel like it's a good time. The lake is no longer poisoned. Is that true? Even with all the rains? Well, the rains wouldn't poison it. Yep. Nah, the poison's all dried up. May soon, they got a show up that I really want to see over at SoMart's called Muni Raised. Yeah, I heard about it, and I desperately want to see it it's open until april 9th okay let's go see and let it. me just give you a reminder listener of their gallery hours since we fucked up so bad today knowing the gallery hours of anything <laughs> they are open saturday and sunday thank you for being open on sunday from 12 to 5 thursday 3 to 7 30 and friday 12 to 7 30 that's very late thank you for that they got all kinds of stuff going on do you, over there. Do you somewhere. want more galleries to have night hours? Is that like a thing? Or you're not really going on at night, are you? I'm just saying, Maysoon, I am a professional gallery sitter. I am one of the best in the Bay Area. Yeah. Okay, and? Um, I have, I've received multiple awards for my gallery sitting. And I'm just saying, if people are trying to extend their hours, I'm available. Okay. How much do you charge, Kate? I think I would accept as little as $20 an hour. Good to know. I think that's pretty reasonable. I think it's, yeah, I don't think you should go less than that. For the incredible service I provide, that's Kate's going to walk you through the show. She's going to maybe hold your hand. Probably not hold your hand, but maybe give you a little tap on the shoulder and let you know that everything's all right. I'm going to let people be so mean No, to no, me. no, no, no. I'm going to sit there and Google, like, where they should go mm-hmm. to lunch. Okay, well, that's cute. <laughs> Only if they, if you yeah. feel like it, though. Gosh, I was gallery sitting at Ed Al in the Mission oh, uh-huh. the last time I was um, moonlighting as a gallery sitter. Yeah. And uh, this guy came in, and he was enraged. Oh, shit. Because... Because ratio three was closed and oh. they had their hour said they were supposed to be open, but I'm pretty sure they were installing a new show. Mm. And so they were closed because of that. And I tried to explain that to the guy, but the guy was like, look at their hours. He like kept pulling up their website on his what? phone and showing it to me. And I was like, oh, that's so infuriating. I'm so sorry that happened, but we are not affiliated with them yeah, at all. I can't just go over there and let you in. <laughs> 
he literally asked me to. Can you He's let like, me There's in? is there any back door or something between here and there? Oh my god. And I was like, guy. I'm so sorry. I wish there was, but there's not. He was there for I swear to God, May soon. He was there for like an hour at Ed Out. <laughs> oh, he looked at the whole raging? show, looked at every book in the bookstore, <laughs> came and talked to me multiple times about how what a horrible injustice it was. That's that, extreme. That's that so extreme. Ratio three wasn't it was did you ask wild. him do you know where but he was by, coming from did he drive here from like you know four hours away or something from like mendocino maybe? no i'm sure he fucking lived across the street oh, he was like a real like died in the wool san francisco dude and uh anyhow point is may soon yes what is your point kate <sighs> yeah that's the thing i feel i often say point is with no point whatsoever <laughs> in mind Kate and I are working on a Congratulations Pine Tree bingo card. If there are any phrases or things that we do kind of on the regular that you really think we should include, let us know. Yeah, send it over. CongratulationsPineTree at gmail.com. Oh, my point was that I am a great gallery sitter and I will really be the customer service champion that you're looking for. I think that's great. That's always been like my number one thing with anyone sitting at a front desk is that you... Always like whatever work you're working on, the moment someone walks into your space, your gallery, you like stop what you're doing, you look up, you welcome them, you let them know, you know, maybe a second about the show or you say, "I'm let me know if you have questions that you're just available for them for a minute, at least, you know? Yes, but not in an overbearing <clears throat> No, way. not overbearing. I don't expect you to get up and like yeah. literally walk, like, you know, walk I them through them the whole space. I let them know that I notice they're there and that they're welcome in the space and then I disappear in a vapor. Yeah. There's nothing worse than walking into a space and being completely fucking ignored. There's there are many things that are worse than that. Excuse me for the. I mean, I'd rather be ignored it. than be like have them be too in t- into me. You know, mm-hmm. too like coming up and blasting. Mm, yeah, maybe. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I guess. No, you'd rather have them blast. Mm, I don't want them blasting, but I I just can't. I really just am like not okay with a complete ignoring um may soon here's a cute little something they're having a faculty show at usf okay called if i'd known then i like that oh. as an idea okay and who are some of the faculty anyone we know liat berdugo okay carrie hot carrie hot we know her <clears throat> uh, Wa- uh jennifer, jennifer wofford Wofford's there that's right one of the greats when is that happening that is march 6th through april 9th Okay, Maysoon, anything else you want to throw into the mix? I think that's pretty good for the day. <laughs> Maysoon, I just want you to know that Scrap is over there, and you got to check out Scrap. I think only go to Scrap if you're looking for something specific. Otherwise, it's a little bit overwhelming, my opinion. I love Scrap. I think you got to get out there to 2150 Newcomb Avenue. Do people want to sponsor the show? That's another way we would accept money. If anybody wants to pay us to advertise... Especially if you're a pizza place, mm-hmm. a coffee place that can give us free pizza and coffee. You mean like advertising where they have like their own ad that we like to have to play? I'm so over the ads no, on podcasts. That where they give nuts. us some kind of copy. Copy. I always we... forget, Mason, that you've never heard a podcast. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I listen to podcasts it's all the time. I hate they the ads. Give, okay, but what are you listening to like the New York? You're listening to like Marco, Marco Barbaro. No, I'm not. I'm listening to podcasts what where they read the ads to? too. It drives me fucking nuts. 
Okay, well, May soon uh, we're 100% <laughs> listener supported listeners since May soon is personally boycotting all forms of advertising. So go ahead and hit that donate <laughs> button at congratulationspinetree.com. And we're going to be collecting those donations in a big bucket from oh, the bridge. Cute. From the other bridge toll. <laughs> to the island in between. This has been Congratulations, congratulations Pine, Pine Tree. Pine Tree.